0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Bible Truth Podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome. My name is Don Pullen. Today, we just want to talk about something. I shouldn't say just want to talk about something because this is very important. Very, very important. I believe in Jesus Christ i believe that jesus christ is the son of god i believe that christ came to this earth walked on this earth for about 33 and a half years i believe that he was crucified died on the cross buried and he rose again i believe that jesus christ died to take away the sins of every single human being that ever lived and walked on this earth. From the beginning of time right up to the end of time, I believe that is what Christ did. He shed his blood and I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about Christ shedding his blood. Now, I know it seems a little bit far-fetched. I know it seems unreasonable, doesn't make sense, but it happened, it's true. And I always tell people, the only way you can experience or know that what Christ did is true, that it really happened, is to experience it for yourself. Salvation is open to every single person that is alive, on this planet right now it's too late when you're dead it's too late because after death is judgment so for a moment i just want to talk about the blood of jesus christ this is not some deep dive into blood sacrifices from the old testament coming to christ it's just to look at what jesus did how his blood is relevant for us today blood is life you drain blood from a person's body they're dead blood carries the food to the body that's the nutrients it carries the oxygen it carries the antibodies blood is relevant and important jesus shedding his blood on the cross is Jesus giving his life for a cause, and what was that cause? John 3:16 identifies what the cause was. It says in John 3:16, "For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life." So Christ gave his life, he gave his blood so that we can have life. I want you to understand something. The blood of Christ is eternal. Let me read John 6 from verse 53. Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood Hath eternal life. I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. Now, obviously, the blood of Jesus is not preserved in some cup or something, but What we get from this is that if you want to live forever, you have to partake of the flesh and the blood of Jesus Christ. Now this all sounds all, you know, you're just saying blood, blood, eat my flesh, drink my blood, and people got to be thinking that it just sounds so gross. But this is how we gain life, the atoning blood of Jesus Christ, in accepting and partaking in his blood, we get eternal life. Receiving what he did for us, embracing his shed blood on Calvary brings us to eternal life. The only way that we can be free from sin is by the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, this is not some call to cannibalism. No, it's not. Okay, Christ is showing us the way to life is by partaking of his blood and his body, partaking of his sacrifice. you out there in the world and you're living in sin, bound, captured. You're a captive of sin. You're a, You're a prisoner of your own lusts, your own desires. You're a prisoner of your own carnal nature. And because you are a prisoner, To your own carnal nature, you become an enemy of God. So, not only does the blood liberate you, because the Bible says He's taken away all the sins of the world. So, not only does He liberate you from that prison, but the blood of Jesus makes peace between man and God. What Christ did on Calvary, what Christ did when He hung on that cross was the most amazing and the most beautiful thing that anybody can do for you. That was the greatest demonstration of love ever. There is no greater love. You see, Christ died for us while we were sinners, while we were guilty. He didn't die for righteous people. He died for sinful people, for people that maybe would reject him, turn away from him, maybe would say that, oh, this Bible stuff is all artificial. He died for everyone because Christ is not in the business of turning people away. It's real what he did. Salvation is real. The shed blood of Jesus is the most important event in your life. It's something that you've got to be continually thankful for, always grateful to the Father for the blood that was shed. Listen to Romans chapter 3 and verse 25, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God, through faith in his blood. There's a song that says there's power, there's power, there's wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. The atoning blood of Jesus is the only thing that can wash away sin. Listen to me. There are no good deeds that you can do that will take your sin away. Nothing. You can become the most generous and the kindest person on the planet. You can become the most generous person to ever walk this planet it does not take your sin away. It's only the blood of Jesus. It's only by the sacrifice of Christ, the shedding of His blood, the giving of His life that takes sin away. It's sad that in churches today, we don't hear about the blood of Jesus. We don't hear about the atoning and saving blood of Jesus. We don't hear about the gospel. But when you have faith in the blood, When you realize that you're a sinner, when you look at yourself and you say, I'm messed up, and I don't care who you are, you're messed up. Everybody is. We are all sinners. We've all sinned against God. We want to go around talking about, I'm a good person, I don't do wrong to people, I'm nice to everybody, but you're a sinner. We were born into the nature of sin, and the only thing that can liberate us from that is the blood of Jesus, the wonderful, wonder-working blood of Jesus, and He can take away the sins, all the sins of the past, and He can make you clean Today, If you would believe in what Jesus did, if you would come with your heart and believe in what he did and have faith in the sacrifice that he made, today your sins can be washed away, your life can be transformed, and you can be free from the prison of carnality and sin only by the blood of Jesus. Romans 5.9 says, Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. I hope you all are hearing what I'm saying to you. Because of the blood of Christ, we are saved from wrath. We've got to love what Jesus did for us. We've got to embrace the sacrifice that Christ made because if you reject Christ, you're standing right in line for the wrath of God. God is pure. God is righteous. And the requirement of being a part of God's kingdom, of being of one, one of God's children, is that you've got to step in line we cannot live the way we want to live it doesn't work that way listen even in life i mean life is full with rules and conditions but we don't look at it as bondage you go and work for a company and they tell you listen here in this company nobody's allowed to wear white socks we'll pay you well the perks are good but if you wear white socks you're done we don't want you here How happy are you going to be working at that place? Are you going to complain about the White Sox situation? No, you're not. God has given us his entire kingdom. He's opened his entire kingdom to us for us to come and live with him to be a part of him, and the condition is holiness and righteousness, which we cannot attain ourselves. So he sent Christ to free us from sin by his blood and become that holiness and righteousness for us, and at the same time, satisfying the wrath of God. God wasn't angry at Christ when Christ was dying on the cross. He was proud of him. He said when he was baptized, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So when we say that Christ had to satisfy the wrath of God, it doesn't mean that he was punished. It means that he became the sacrifice that satisfies the Father. A pure, perfect, holy sacrifice. That's what it means. It doesn't mean that we were all destined to go to hell so Christ had to go to hell on our behalf to satisfy the wrath of God because God wanted to punish somebody. No, it means that God found a way to get a sacrifice that is pure and perfect so that we are saved, so that we are set free. How blessed is Christ. How blessed is the work that Christ did and we partake of this. I don't know if if people really understand, because we've become so familiar with the sacrifice of Christ. It's become like a fairy tale, you know, a story we tell, a bedtime story we tell, and we don't live the life of gratitude. We don't live the life of faith in the blood of Jesus. There's an opportunity for every human being alive right now. According to Ephesians 1.7, have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. When Christ died on that cross, when his blood was shed, it opened up a whole new world for us. How wonderful is the blood, blood of Jesus. He says, but now in Christ Jesus, you were sometimes, you were far off, you were far from God because you see what sin does. It separates you from God. Think of Adam in the Garden of Eden. The moment Adam sinned, he hid from God. God did not chase Adam. Adam hid from God. God came looking for Adam. He said, Adam, where are you? And he says, I hid myself because I was naked. And that's what sin does. It separates you. It takes you away from God. Sin is such a vile and destructive thing. It takes you away from God. (laughs) I'm going to say something here, okay? I've got to warn you because I'm going to say something that's graphic. I'm going to say something graphic. So I'm warning you, okay? Listen to this, there is no true Christian or true believer that struggles to read their Bible, that struggles to pray that struggles to worship God. If you struggle to read the word, to pray, to worship, to obey the word, then you are not a true believer. Because if you are far from God, you still have sin in you. I'm going to repeat that. If you are far from God, if you've drawn yourself far from God, you still have sin in you. There is no true disciple that says, I'm struggling to be faithful to God. I'm struggling to pray. I'm struggling. No, then you are not yet converted. Do true disciples sin? Yes, they do, but they're close they realize the error of their ways, they're not far. Do they sin? Yes, they do, but they're reading their Bible. They pray every day because as humans, sometimes we stumble, sometimes we're foolish, but we're in the Word. We're faithful in the Word. We're reading the Word because we want to be close to God. You cannot say, I haven't read my Bible in days and then claim to be a true believer. You are not yet converted. You are not yet converted. And you can line up all the excuses that you want to line up. But that's the truth. That is the truth. David made a mistake and he sinned. He fell into the trap of the lusts of his own flesh. But what did David do when he realized that he had sinned against God? He took the punishment and he fasted and prayed. What did David write about how he loved the law? He loved to worship God. So that has to be clear to you. But the deal here is you were afar off. You hid from God. You were focused on yourself. You stopped being obedient to the word, reading the word, and you were trapped by sin. But you were made nigh. You were drawn close by the blood of Christ. If you have faith in the blood of Jesus, you are drawn close to the Father. You don't have to hide anymore. You see this? When we look at Adam in the garden, first he sinned against God and he hid himself from God. Secondly, he refused to repent. He blamed the woman. And because he did that, he became a prisoner of sin. And because he chose to remain in sin by not repenting, God turned him away. God turned him away because God has no fellowship with sin, just the same way as light and darkness have no business doing stuff together. Colossians chapter 1 verse 14 says, in Christ we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. All you have to do is acknowledge that you're a sinner, acknowledge that you were born into sin, acknowledge that you've sinned against God, and believe in the blood of Jesus Christ, and receive the atonement, Toning blood of Jesus Christ and you are forgiven for the sins. You are redeemed. You are saved. Listen to me. You know, people can say all they want that no, this Christianity thing's fake. This is not real. It doesn't make sense. But I'm telling you this you try, believe in your heart, in the blood of Jesus and what he did in his blood. Repent of your sins, and you feel that burden lift off you. You feel the transformation in your life. You feel the desire in your heart to walk with and be with Christ every single day. Because by His blood, when you embrace His blood and that wall, that barrier of sin is shattered by the wonderful blood of Jesus, you see clearly and you draw close to Him. Colossians one twenty says, we've made peace through the blood of His cross so that everything is reconciled unto Him so He can give it back to the Father. Now, there's something I need to clarify. Okay. Before we continue, the blood of Christ is not for journey mercies. The blood of Christ is not to I I I apply the blood of Christ on my bed so that I can have a peaceful sleep. Sleep is given by God. The blood of Christ is not to say things like I'm going into an exam. So what I'm going to do is, so I don't forget what I've studied, I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind so that nothing leaves my mind. The blood of Jesus is not to be played with. It is the atoning, the redeeming blood of Jesus. It is the blood that takes away sins. Listen to this. Listen to this. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained it eternal redemption for us. Eternal. It never needs to be done again. No sacrifice needs to be made again. It's eternal redemption for us by the blood of Jesus. Christ offered himself, according to Hebrews 9.14, he offered himself through the eternal spirit without spot, to God. He was the perfect, pure, and final sacrifice to God so that he can purge your conscience from dead works, so that you now have the opportunity to serve the living God, to do the will of God. It's through the blood of Jesus Christ that you can now come and serve God. And that's what I'm saying to you. If you're not serving God and you're busy serving the flesh and you're still far from God, you're not reading the Word, you're not worshiping, you're not praying, you're not fasting, if you're still far from God, then you need to sit back and you need to say to yourself that I'm not redeemed yet because I'm not drawing closer to God. I'm still hidden from God. And you're like, but Don, we don't like what you're saying. I don't like what I'm saying, but it's the truth and it needs to be said. Listen to me. Listen to me, people. Prosperity does not equate To righteousness. You understand? Works, giving to the poor, helping the needy, all those things are good things, but they do not equate to righteousness. You are not redeemed, you are not saved by those things. And you can say to me, But Jesus said, if you refuse to give water to the little children, Jesus said, When you turned away people you didn't visit in prison in hospital, you did it to me. These are people that are redeemed. Those things do not qualify you to salvation. You are only qualified to salvation by the blood of Jesus. We are not saved by works. The works we do are works. Of righteousness. It is to be able to, here he says, your conscience is is purged from dead works to serve the living God. So these are works of righteousness, works of love, love loving God, loving people. It's the blood that saves. It's the blood that saves. If you think you're making it into heaven because you're a good person, you in for a shock. Listen, Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. Without the shedding of the blood, there is no remission of sins. There is no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. Listen to me, people. If you do not believe that Jesus came and shed all his blood for the remission of our sins, there is no way you can be saved no way. If you do not believe and have faith in the blood of Jesus, there is no way you can be saved because it is the blood that takes away sins. And if you do not have faith in that blood, then your sins cannot be taken away. It is not possible. According to Hebrews 13, 12, we are sanctified by the blood of Jesus. We are made clean. We become partakers of the everlasting covenant because of the blood of of Jesus, I want to head over to First Peter. Listen to this, and I'm about to shut this down. But listen to this. But okay, I'll start in chapter First Peter, chapter one, and verse eighteen. For as much as ye you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your father, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb, without spot, blemish, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, without blemish and without spot. You were redeemed by the, I love, that precious blood of Jesus. There is no other way that you can be redeemed. No other way. There's a song they sing in the book of Revelation, says to the lamb, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou art slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Our garments were washed and made white in the blood of the Lamb because there was nothing else that could take away the stench and the stain of sin in our lives. We've been made free by the blood of Jesus Christ, the atoning, the saving, the redeeming, blood of jesus christ sin contaminates your heart it stains your heart and it makes you choose to draw away to serve him further and further away from god but by the blood of jesus you can be set free you can be washed you can be made clean and you can be drawn closer to god only by the blood of jesus only by the redeeming blood there is no other way you can be saved I hope you heard. Amen. Thank you for listening to this. Before I head out, I'd just like to ask you, please head over to YouTube. The channel there is School of Obedience. Subscribe there. Just quite a few teachings on there I know you'll be blessed by those teachings and please if you'd like to participate with us support us in the description there's a link to the Patreon page click on that head over to the Patreon page and there's tier levels that you can choose to support us on please consider supporting us because we'd like to continue and expand the work that we're doing. God bless you. Thank you for doing that. Remember, as true disciples of Christ, we learn, we practice, we teach, because that's the only way to do it. This has been the Bible Truth Podcast and I've been Dom Pullen. I'll see you in the next one amount